The Ultimate Guide to Burnout Podcast. If you've ever been burnt out because of your job, your relationship, or just your life, this is the place for you. We will talk all things burnout by sharing deep stories of personal transformation each week with a new guest who vows to share their stories without leaving out the scary bits. This is raw, honest, and brought to you by acupuncturist and burnout coach Kate Donovan, whose own experiences make her determined to change the current burnout culture. Hi, everybody. Today, you are getting an episode of Fried the Burnout Podcast, hashtag straight from Kate. So I am going to talk to you for just a few minutes about something that's been on my mind recently in the world of burnout and that I think is really rather important. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about the difference between burnout prevention and burnout recovery. This is a really, really important thing to address because what I find is that most of the Instagram posts about burnout are preventative measures. So they're asking you to start worrying about not burning out before you've burned out. And I often see that that's not exactly what people are doing. People are already crashed completely, already totally crispy fried before they're actually looking for help. And in that case, the burnout prevention tools do not work very well. And there's a reason that they don't work very well. So I'm going to get into that in a second. Burnout prevention is the same thing as stress management. Your goal when you are not burnt out yet and you would like to avoid being burnt out in the future is to learn how to manage stress well in your life and to cut out pieces of stress that are maybe unnecessary in your life. So burnout prevention looks very much like nurturing self-care. It means planning and taking vacations on a semi-regular basis, It means exercising regularly. It means adding quiet, screen-free time to your day, learning to say no, getting into nature, getting good sleep, maybe having a gratitude journal. All of these things that we already know help us to manage our stress. And they are important and they matter. But when you are already burnt out, this list can be really frustrating Because your brain is in a totally different space than someone who needs burnout prevention. And when I say your brain is in a totally different space, I literally mean that there are parts of your brain that have shrunk and they are not functioning to the level that they are meant to function on a day-to-day basis, right? So I need you to think about that for a second, because that automatically means that we are, when we are in burnout recovery mode, part of our job is to heal your brain, to soothe your nervous system enough so that your brain can regrow, which improves your ability to handle future stresses. But in the moment, when your ability to handle stress is already diminished and your brain is not functioning at its best... Things like gratitude journals and vacations are not going to heal you because your brain cannot even take in that level of action. It's just not there, right? So the first thing that we have to think about when we're talking about burnout recovery is the fact that we actually have to create space for your brain to heal. This means doing 
short bouts of meditation to start turning on your parasympathetic nervous system. When I say short bouts, I mean three to 10 minutes at a maximum because a burnt out person is not going to sit for a 60 minute meditation. It's just not going to happen. Your body will freak out, your brain will freak out, and it will induce more trauma than it is solving. So my favorite thing to tell people to do is to choose a song that they love. It does not have to be a calming song. I like it to be a calming song in my world, but it doesn't have to be. Choose a song that you love that's approximately three minutes in length. Turn it on, dance your heart out, or breathe your heart out either way, and allow yourself to be present in the moment for the length and the duration of that song. Doing that on a regular basis will help retrain your brain to be in that parasympathetic, which is the rest and digest and recuperate system. So we need to, that is absolutely something that needs to happen. Another way that you can do this if you are really into technology is look into the HeartMath Institute or Muse headbands. These are all biofeedback techniques that allow you to practice entering the parasympathetic mode while you're looking at some sort of screen that lets you know if you're being successful. The Muse headband, I think, gives you a printout, not a printout, but gives you information after you finish. You don't look at the screen at the same time. The HeartMath Institute attaches to your earlobe or your fingertip and you watch a screen and you practice calming yourself down. And as you do that, your brain will regrow, it will improve, and it will heal. And this is massively important. Another thing that I already mentioned is if someone is telling you to write a gratitude journal when you are already burnt out and you've tried it and it has not worked for you, that's the same thing is happening, right? Your brain is not in a place to actually be able to feel the gratitude that you're writing about. So it's not having the effect that it needs to have. For a gratitude journal to be successful, when you write down three to five very specific things that you're grateful for at the end of the day or the beginning of the day or whatever it happens to be, you should have a physical reaction to that. You should feel the gratitude spread throughout your whole body. When you're burnt out, that's not going to happen. So often what I ask my clients to do instead of creating a gratitude journal, I ask them to create a resentment journal. And some people say at the beginning, well, isn't that negative? Like I shouldn't do that because that's negative. But hear me out. Part of burnout is having poor boundaries because of a lack of self-worth. And I don't even like to say that because it sounds like an accusation, but it's not an accusation. It's just what I found to be true time and time again in my own life, in patients' lives, in clients' lives. If you are going to learn how to build boundaries before you're able to do that, you need to figure out exactly where the boundaries are missing. You cannot build boundaries if you don't know where they belong. And the way that you find out where they belong is by keeping track of all the times that you feel resentment. And I want to talk for a second about what resentment feels like, right? Because sometimes we don't admit to this feeling. But resentment feels like getting an email from that same person and before you even open it, 
being annoyed at the fact that you know that they're going to ask you for something and you just do not have the time, space, or energy to deal with it right now. That's resentment. Resentment is getting a phone call from a friend who is always the one that needs to talk to you instead of the other way around and just thinking, I just do not have time for this right now. Resentment is being asked to do a workshop and knowing that you're not going to get enough money for it and being really, really annoyed about it and thinking, how can this person ask me to do this, right? When you're wondering how people can ask more of you as if they don't understand how much pressure you're already under, you are in a mode of resentment and you need to make notes of all the times that these things happen so that you can figure out where your internal and external boundaries are being crossed. When I say internal boundaries, I mean the boundaries that you are crossing for yourself, the places that you're not respecting your own energies and abilities. And when I say external boundaries, I'm saying the boundaries that are being crossed by other people from the outside who don't see or respect your boundaries. Right. So instead of a gratitude journal that you can do for burnout prevention, which is very successful, it's scientifically proven, it definitely helps. When you are in burnout recovery, first you need to start with the resentment journal. That's what I'm going to leave you with today. This is meant to be short and information packed. So I know a lot got into these 10 minutes, but I hope that it was helpful for you. So I'm just going to recap very quickly. The first thing that you need to know is that the difference between burnout prevention and burnout recovery is that in burnout recovery, we actually have physical changes, physiological changes to our body, to our brain that we need to have space, time and rest to heal. This is not a preventative measure. This is a healing. And there is definitely a difference. I hope that I was able to explain that clearly, but I'm happy to answer any questions that come up. And in addition, I gave you a very big tip that I usually only give my clients. So take this and run with it. If you're feeling burnt out, please start a resentment journal because it will let you know where your boundaries need to be and that will make everything way easier for you. If you need help figuring out how to find where those places are if the resentment journal isn't working for you or if you just need to, if you've used it and you've gotten to the point where you feel pretty solid about it but you're not sure how to actually put those boundaries into place, that's where I come in. I'm an expert at that. That's what I do with you. So please do get in touch if you feel like you need some extra assistance. And these are the reasons why I truly believe that Working with a burnout expert is so, so, so important because this is not just about stress management. There is a healing aspect to burnout recovery that we need to be paying attention to. Today, we talked only about the brain, but I will talk about other things at other times. There's there's just an idea that if you change your mindset around burnout, like it's going to get fixed. And that's just not how it happens. That can help you prevent it. And it can help you avoid it in the future if you've already been burnt out. But what it can't do is help you recover when you're in the thick of it. So that is what I'm going to leave you with today. I hope that was helpful. And if you are not subscribed to the podcast yet, please subscribe and leave us a review. We love that. And get ready for season two coming up in the very beginning of April. I'm so excited about that. And I will talk to you soon. Okay, bye.
Thank you.